is Tornado Tears going to win another race like this again? He did put in a few runs where he showed flashes of his old self um, recently, but uh, look, I think in in the group races, uh, there, there are just a few up and comers that are yeah. that are going to be uh, a bit tough for him now that he's getting a, a bit longer in the chasing. Sunset Burbs, you've got a bit scared being dropped out the back there in company with Rockstar Beaver. Away fast there is Sir Truculent, raced away three in front. Here's his second, followed by Blazing Cartier third. Back on the inside there came Just Terms, the Gap Tornado tears the rails. They're followed by Rockstar Beaver and Sunset Burbs get the tail. Out of the straight though, and the leader was Sir Truculent. It's the South Aussie star leading by three. Pretty Riley, friend of the show. Uh, next time we get him on, don't think Shagger will be putting in the call given what he said about yeah, Tornado exactly. Tears. Uh, Shagger might have to sit out the 10 minutes that we have Pete Riley on the yeah. show. <laughs> Here's two second five lengths away, then came Blazing Cartier as third. Going up on the inside, just turns three-way Tornado Tears, followed by Rockstar Beam. And over on the outside, Sunset Burbsky up the back. And it's still Sir Truculent the leader. Oh, no, great respect to Tornado Tears, but look, they can't keep winning forever, so... 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 Here's Tears running a great race, followed by Blazing Cartier. Just turns and Tornado Tears getting right up on the inside. Tornado Tears burst to the lead. Tornado Tears won from Just... Uh, here's Tears and also Just Turns. They were followed by Blazing Cartier. Rockstar Beef, Sunset Burbsky in the time. Then 42.59. And the uh, Great Warrior takes his prize money to over $1 million this evening with a great win in the Tap Top Gun Stayers. Woof, 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 woof. Look, there's there's poetry and then there's art and then you combine the two and that's exactly what we just had. Fried, scrambled or poached, Shannon, Shag or Tremellon. How do you want the eggs on your face, great man? Uh, yeah, any which way. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that was, that was quite quite something to see him win but I must say I was pretty happy to see that uh, dog win the Top Gun oh, I knew I'd cop it on here but I love seeing the champs win get, we will come to this show will be a we, we're getting Pete Riley on the show the handler of Tornado Tears and we're going to let you two go head to head and settle your differences but let me just <laughs> let me just welcome the other beautiful uh, fine feather gentleman on the show the great artist hoop from Scotland oh, what's the oh, crack what's there? how are you doing I'm not so bad. I don't know what that was, but uh, I'm not so bad. Um, I, I I don't know what's going on here. I put up a, a load of winners last time round, six out of seven, and then you play a montage of Shagger knocking the dog that won. <laughs> Cheers, Patty. <laughs> You've been you shafted from uh, your, your montage. Well, I know because it was actually a little bit unfortunate because another man who probably had his first dinner of the millennium uh, by the name of Andrew Gunner, I can see you there, Gunner. Um, got one home in Show Me The Money and we haven't been able to uh, sing his praises with the accolades. Gunner, how are you? Oh, good, thanks, mate. It was a dollar eighty shot, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> it's not bad for you. So it was a Show Me The Money tip, which just uh, got crunched into a dollar eighty, and then duly saluted. Oh, I think it got uh, crunched in a little bit shorter than that, but, yeah, no, no pats on the back for tipping the obvious. <laughs> what's the biggest what's the biggest greyhound crunch you've ever seen uh, could be Tommy Shelby <laughs> I think he was like $11 in the even money or something um, I seen one at Hobart the other week was like $14 in the 220 at one as well we uh, we had one a couple of years ago a dog that um, had about 10 or 11 starts at 
non-tab meetings in New South mm. Wales uh, and had done absolutely nothing. And then made its debut at the tab at a tab track. Uh, I think it went up about forty to one and started about three dollars and absolutely pissed in. So um, <laughs> well done to those that who set that one up. Well, connections. Mm. Um, okay, let's get mm. back to the man, uh, the myth, the legend. Um, little elephant out of the room. Shag actually wasn't on annual leave the other week. He was actually welcoming in a new litter. Uh, so a little tip of the hat. Well done to Shag. He's called his young little baby girl Fanta Bale. So um, <laughs> well done, well done, Shagger, from from everyone here and everyone at the SEN Track slash Sportsbet audience and, and the non chasers. Congratulations. How's it? How's it feel? You're getting a little bit of rest there. Thanks, Patty. Um, yeah, a little bit is how you'd describe it. Um, yeah, not a lot. It's newborns tend to uh, run to their own schedule and. Uh, 4 a.m., 2 a.m., doesn't seem to bother her. If she wants to be away, that's, uh, she'll make sure everyone else in the house is as well. Fantastic. All right, mate. Well, now we're going to throw you straight into the deep end. You tip off the top, get the formalities out of the way because, as I said, we've got Pete Riley joining us for the second uh, segment of the show and we're going to let you two go head-to-head and settle your differences. But tip off the top, a little bit of normality to start. What do you got for us? Uh, so... My tip off the top is Ballarat Race 2, number seven, Brother Bearing, to win that one. Um, look, it's actually a first starter, but uh, this is a litter brother to McCooley's Lad, and it's also trained by Anthony Azapati. I think he just wins uh, on, on those two factors, um, despite there being some other very well-bred dogs from highly respected kennels in this race. I think uh, Brother Bearing will be uh, a pretty handy one. So what time again tonight? Uh, that one jumps at... 7.18pm. Beautiful. So you've got about 10 minutes to get that one on if you are listening on SEN track right now. Kenny, what's your um, tip off the top? As always, it's a bit later in the night. We're going to uh, Cannington Race 4. Kicks off at 10.42 Eastern Time. Um, there's a dog here I've tipped before. It's the one I've told everybody put in their black books. When it gets in the box one, get on. It's been in box one twice and came second both times. So... I'm hoping this time he's chasing harder than I am here. Um, it's risk four, box one, just wins boss. Okay. So you've told everyone to get on when it gets into box one. Yeah. And it's just had a couple of little couple of little secondos. Third time lucky. Third time lucky. <laughs> oh, sensational. Well, I'll tell you what we don't need third time lucky of is the non-chasers multi. We have found... An astonishing vein of form when it comes to this multi. We had a rough, we had a rough trot. We first to put our hand up and say, "Look, we, we had a few in a row where we missed." I reckon we're up to about four in a row now, and we're just continuing to build and build and build on the non-chasers multi. Do we remember? It was two weeks ago. Lots happened in the in the last fortnight. The US got a new president. A Melbourne Cup runner led the whole way. Or had a hotly run race. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it might have gone early, Patty. <laughs> we have played out on incorrect results before. Yeah. <laughs> a lot's happened in, in the world. But um, do we remember who we actually backed in the Knox Chases multi a couple of weeks uh, ago? Yeah, I we think... had Magnuson. We had Shimashine. We had Catch the Thief. Yeah. And, and something else. And something mm. else. But whatever your tip, the one we forget is your tab, I think, or your tip, Patty. Yeah. I've forgotten. Anyway, well, it won, so it doesn't matter. And if Did it? it didn't win and mine didn't win, well, it doesn't matter because the beauty of the non-chaser multi is you only need three out of four. Um, fellas, the Top Gun on Saturday night, fascinating stuff. 
we'll talk to Pete a little bit more about a certain dog in particular. But the uh, the other race, um, the, the race with Shelby and Shima Shine and Simon Todd Helen, that was an absolute belter as well. Absolutely. Yeah, good rest. Big run from Shima Shane. Um, Just stalked Simon Todd Allen and went pop at the end. Yeah, like he, he, he's he got a massive engine in him. Um, he just needs that room early. And once once he gets cleared to that bend, like he's he's always going to be hard to beat. Um, I think he's joint favourite for the Melbourne Cup now, and rightly so. I always had him pigeonholed as one of those dogs that probably needed to find the lead to do his best work. But that, that run at Sandown a couple of weeks ago started to change my tune where he didn't get things go his own way from box eight. I think he's about fourth or fifth early on going into the first bend and really overcame some difficulties to win that race and run a good time and, and then to do a uh, similar group one level to come off them a bit. Uh, I think this dog's got plenty of scope, more scope than I thought going towards the Melbourne Cup. Well, Simon told Helen's no slouch Definitely to run over not. the top of in the in the straight, so Shima Shine just went bang, gave Simon to, told Helen to come to bad eyes and that was it. Um <laughs> Another dog in that race that just trailed off to, I think, finish fourth was Tommy Shelby. Now, I have an update. Shelby versus Shelby. We have been liaising with the Withers camp, obviously the trainer of uh, Tommy Shelby, the, the superstar Tommy Shelby. Well, the other Thomas Shelby is a star, not a superstar, but a star. And they are very clean to play ball for Shelby versus Shelby. We're just working at certain dates and, and when it's going to look like. And it's probably going to look more at an early next year around the Sydney Pools of Thunder meet. That's probably where we're going to pigeonhole when the date will be. But it came to our attention when we were trying to get in touch with Tony Nobes in South Australia that I gave him a call and he said, oh, sorry, mate, but Thomas Shelby's actually left my left my kennel two days ago. He's, he's been sold. And we went, hang on, What? Anyway, we did a bit of digging and he's been sold to the far north Queensland. He's up in Rockhampton now. So Thomas Shelby has gone from Adelaide all the way up to Rockhampton. So now we're just doing a little bit of digging around trying to get uh, in touch with the, the team up there to see if they will bring Thomas Shelby down to Dapto for uh, the Tommy Shelby v Shelby spectacular. There you go. Dude, Good update. Dude. Nice. Do you think uh, the new owners or listeners of the show? Don't be too excited, Jack. Jesus, nice. Do you think the new owners or listeners of the show, maybe they know it's a good investment now, this dog's going to be in a massive mattress somewhere down the line? And Well, if anyone's up there in Rockhampton who is a listener, that's when you just need to give them a little nudge and say, hey, listen to this, because I'll tell you who is a listener. The Withers Camp certainly are listeners. They knew all about Shelby versus Shelby, and they uh, they will be very excited to get their superstar in a little trial. That's what they sort of build it as um, before the pause of Thunder. So that's Shelby versus Shelby. We're, we're working to make it happen, but it will be an early next year arrangement um, because Tommy Shelby after the Melbourne Cup, all things go well, is going to have a little bit of a spell. Um, Boysters. Fast bucks. Fast bucks. Fast bucks. Fast bucks. Fast bucks. Okay. Um... Reasonably successful segment here, Kenny uh, and Shaga and Gunner. Who won? Who won a couple of weeks ago? Um, so the overall uh, the overall scoreboard at the moment. So we're working this. We're going a ten dollar bet at the Vic Tote odds. Um, Shaga went through half the card last week, so he's he's yeah, catching is up. The Vic tote, is the Vic tote on Kenny? 
Um, we're hoping so. If, if it's not, we'll revert to uh, Sportsbook at, or uh, Sportsbet SP. Um, fingers crossed for that. But um, yeah. the wall. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shagger went half or Shagger backed half the card last week, so he's catching up. He's currently at minus seventeen dollars. Um, I didn't Very have a great fast backs. I didn't have a great night, so I'm back down to plus five dollars. But Mister Gunner here is absolutely running away with it. He's currently on $111, all the ones. So one thing we've identified is that Gunner's best, his best, does his best punting when he just throws the dart and goes fast buckling. <laughs> yeah. It's not about the dart. It's about not having the pressure of just choosing one thing to bloody win. That's when it That's when it becomes too much for the poor dog. Okay. So are we doing Sandown Park Thursday night? Yeah, go for it. Okay. We'll get the, uh, the music on for fast bucks and let's – play are we just going names or numbers uh Both. numbers and names just numbers just numbers all right just no. numbers names uh, names 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 numbers names. And names okay numbers Ready? and names yeah we Music get up. we get through fast, fast bucks <laughs> 65 seconds 80 seconds whatever it is 83 seconds starts now race one shagger number three japara gunner eight people get ready kenny box one table bill race two gunner six faithy bail Kenny. Uh, box one immunity. Shagger. Uh, box two, zipping Albert. Race three, Kenny. Uh, box four, it's my party. Shagger. Uh, box two, we're black ace. Gunner. Seven, Captain Jake. Race four, Shagger. Seven, Shimmer Shine. Gunner. Five, Tick Along Tonk. Kenny. I go Crystal Beal, box one. Race five, Gunner. Six, Jack's Bale. Kenny. The Wallbanger. Shagger. Seven, Arizona Eyes. Race six, Kenny. Six, Aussie Secret. Shagger. Two, Kipling. Gunner. One, Jay. Race seven, Shagger. Uh, one, Daff's... No, sorry, two, Rolling Stone. Gunner. Six, Aston Silk. Kenny. Shagger shouldn't have changed his mind. Box one, Daff's Ascent. Race eight, Gunner. Number five, Last Hurrah. Kenny. Box three, Weblick Jet. Shagger. One, Carry On Star. Race nine, Kenny. Uh, is Milo. Gunner. Four, Aston Onyx. Shagger. Eight, uh, seven, Mapunga Isla. Race ten, Shagger. Uh, number one, Special Talent. Gunner. Four, Junk Food Junkie. Ah, Kenny. Stardom. Race eleven, Gunner. One, Fabriola Zad. Kenny. Providence Bill. Shagger. Two, my girl Kizzy. Race 12, Kenny. Carbon fit right. Shannon. One, Shagger. One, Trey the Slayer. <laughs> and Gunner. Four, Just Terms. Bang. Good, fast bucking. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's take a quick breather on the back of this. We're going to have Pete Riley, the man, the myth, the legend. He's all over Twitter and he's going to be taking plenty more dogs to the meadows this evening. Uh, but we'll speak to him after the break here on SEN Track. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sportsbet. And look, we don't have – we've never actually had a three-time guest, but today we thought we, we just must get the man in because what he did on Saturday was sensational. He gave Tornado Tears a little tickle on the hind quarter and said, hey, boy, do this for me because I've got to go on award-winning radio show on Wednesday night and I want to have some ammunition when you're just <laughs> going to sit sort of at the tail of the field and you're going to hug the rail and you're going to go – Thank you very much, Shagger. Cop that. I'm the champion of the world. I'm taking my prize money to over a million bucks. 
How are you, Pete Riley, the handler of uh, Tornado Tears and, and, of course, of Britain fame? How are you, mate? Oh, I'm good, mate. How are you? Oh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. How, how, how did it feel on Saturday night? How was the, the thrill when Tornado Tears did what he did? Uh, it's a feeling that's hard to describe. It's the first time I've handled a dog that's uh, cracked the million. When Fanabelle did it, uh, Rob was handling, but uh, to put the lead on him, put him in the box, watch him go around, and, and with uh, 100 to go, thinking we've actually got this, it's just an awesome feeling. And mate, I'm not. You wouldn't have heard it at the start of the show. We played a, a bit of a montage. We we tend to do so. We actually put the Titanic music in the background and we timed up the call perfectly. With when Tornado Tears just went right past the finish line. Did you think at some point during that race that you're a little bit stuffed? Basically, uh, the first three quarters of the race, he's jumped beautifully, uh, found a bit of trouble, and then got got back in the crowd. So. We're watching um, so tracking up front there, belting along, which he'd never done before. So I thought we're in serious trouble here because this dog can stay. But uh, it was like uh, Moses at the Red Sea. The, the, the waters parted and through he went and uh, he just showed what class he's got. Pete, are there any other dogs that um, you want me to say are going to find it tough to win another group race and maybe, uh, you know, any any races? Melbourne Cup, do you want me to put the knocker on any, anything there to, to help you get that win? The, the whole kennel, please, and uh, <laughs> we'll both get off and we'll make a fortune. Uh, well, well done, though. Um, yeah, I was, despite knowing that I was going to cop it on here, I was wrapped to see that dog win and particularly, you know, such a good story for Greyhound Racing to see another dog surpass the million. Um, so, yeah, no, nah, well done to the to the Britain team for and, and yourself getting the dog uh, up for another big win. Not a problem. Uh, uh, I mean, a lot of people agreed with you. Deep in my, in my deepest heart of hearts, I probably thought he was getting close to the end of his career, but he's just he's just found an, a, a new lease on life this last couple of months. So we'll keep him going and see how he enjoys it. And and he's obviously had a very interrupted year, which is part of the reason I thought, look, you know, he's going to find it tough uh, going. It seemed as though it was hard to get him to the track. What, what what are some of the challenges that you've faced with Tornado Tears and 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 how did you overcome those to get him back into this great winning form? Well, he's had a couple of niggles, and being an older dog, it takes a bit longer to get over them. Plus, he's a genuine stayer now, so putting him in a 600 is really a waste of time. 700 is a great grade one at both city tracks. So unless there's a special event on, we can only go for group races. Yeah. So, and at this time of year, there's only us in Sydney. Sydney closed the borders to us, which made it just too hard to get up there. We got him up there to win a heat, but then, it, like, he hurt himself in the heat and couldn't go around in a final. So then it was just a case to patch him up. He does he does a lot of walking. And uh, when we work him in the runs, he actually has uh, another dog in the run with him to, to give him something to chase. Yes. Pete, what do we do about scheduling for these days? You've got a, a dog like yours who who is a champion. They don't come along every day, but getting on to five and still doing his best work. And as you say, you can only run him around in, in special events, which means you're holding him back in Victoria or you're travelling him all around Australia just to get a start. So why, why is it that people aren't investing in stays, do you think, given uh, we, we can barely find full fields for for heats, for special events, and there's still really good prize money on offer? Um, what do we do about the scheduling to make sure that people invest in stayers, do you reckon? Well, GRV got it right uh, a little while ago when they had the great eight series. 
So you had the best dogs had races available to them, either on a Thursday or a Saturday night, where it was just the best eight dogs would go around. So if you've got one that qualifies, that's where you could go around. And what uh, do you think? Do you think that it's something that that the camp do with Tornado Tears to keep him racing at his best at, in his twilight twilight years, uh, or do you think that he's he's just a He's a dog with different DNA to everyone else that he can still be doing his best work when he's uh, when he's getting into the to the back end of his career. Well, he's he's had a few serious injuries during his career, so he's probably had you know a year and a half of running in in three years of racing. So he, like he, he hasn't been flogged or anything like that. Plus, I say apart from the injuries he's had, he, he he goes around, he chases, he pulls up really well, he loves racing. So you know, it's just. We keep him going until he says he's had enough and we think he still wants to keep going. Well, you've got a 2021 Top Gun Stays event to win, so um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no showing away. Now, what was there a little ice cream on the way home at Little River, uh, Pete, uh, for Tornado Tears, a little soft serve? Uh, it was uh, cheeseburgers for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, so how, how many did you take on Saturday and how many are you you're taking tonight? Um, we've got seven in at the Meadows today. Uh, we're not racing tonight, and uh, I think oh, we've got geez. four in stand down tomorrow night. On the weekend, we had, uh, I think it was, we had seven in, but the boss took a couple of them home early, and then I took five home after I'd done all the swabs and what have you. So it's fun to pull in a, into a McDonald's and say, uh, five cheeseburgers, no pickles, no onions, and they just look at you weird. <laughs> <laughs> and they think that they're all for you. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to give anything like that away. Let them think what they want. Do they fight over him in the back? Do you sort of just chuck the five cheeseburgers in there and they just go at them like, like hyenas, just after a after a cheesy? <laughs> no, they're all in separate cages. But um, uh, he's had them that often that when I open the door from coming back, he's up and bouncing. He knows what's coming, and the others are waking up to what's happening too. <laughs> and uh, Pete, last time we had you on the show. You mentioned a dog, Arizona Eyes. He was just starting out his career. He's put in some big runs since uh, you, ca- you came on the show. Very strong dog. Um, is he looking likely to step up to the 7.15 soon or happy switching between the five and 600 for now? We, we see him in a Melbourne Cup prelude this Thursday. Yeah, I think the idea with him is you know, go around in the prelude, see how he goes there, hopefully go around in a cup heat. And uh, I'd say after that, you'll, you'll see him going for the longer trips. Yeah. Uh, Pete, what what do you think your best chance is heading towards the Melbourne Cup? Is there anything that's working particularly well and, and hitting top form at the right time? Uh, I reckon Tough Tears is a very underrated dog. He's been going around in free-for-alls and what have you, and he's he's won a few and usually runs a place. He, he's in pretty good form at the moment. He's also in a prelude uh, tomorrow night, so we'll see how he goes there. Arizona eyes, everyone knows he's just a little bit slow early, but if he can get a clean run, you know, they're, they're our, our best two Melbourne Cup chances. And as we mentioned, Pete, last time you were on, um, you told us about Arizona eyes. Um, is there any other up-and-coming pops that you can tell about tell us about this time, right? Well, it's actually exactly the same as Arizona eyes. He had his debut last Wednesday, uh, Flying Lantern, I think his name was. He went round at the Meadows in the first race and ran about 30-12. And uh, he's a, a similar dam line to Tornado Tears and his Tears. And um, uh, the way he pulled after, up after the run, I wouldn't be surprised if he can get a, a bit more distance into his legs as well. So you declaring a boom dog here, Pete. Flying Lentil. 
Flying lantern. Lantern. The flying lantern. One for the vegans. Flying lantern. I don't know about declaring him, but when a dog goes 30-12 on debut at the Meadows, you've got a pretty handy dog. So it's uh, it's not like he's run 30-50 and I've said keep an eye on him because he's going to improve. He's already shown us what he can do. But uh, it'd be interesting to see if he can get a, a couple of lengths quicker. I see the mother Shimmy uh, was a was running over the seven hundreds. Um, is is you, do you fancy this dog to stay out a bit of a longer trip as well down the track? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. After after the run, he, he wouldn't have blown a candle out. And uh, just watching his action, I'd say his action. You know, he'll have no problem getting a bit further. Terrific, I love it. And Pete, just before we let you go. We said we've got to put you and Shag up head to head, and I haven't told him that we're doing this, but we're going to do a little bit of a Tornado Tears trivia. It's just, it's just between Pete and Shag. It's just three simple questions. I feel we're like going to like Dax down, run around the pool table twice. We're going to see who's just knows the dog a little bit more. Okay. Question number one: Your, your buzzers can just be your names, all right? Question number one. How many times has Tornado Tears ran third in his career? Shagger. Oh. <laughs> Six. Don't get it wrong, Shagger. Correct. He's looking at his computer. He's got enough. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely Jeez. says. Okay. <laughs> Question number two. In what year was Tornado Tears welt? Shagger. Peter. No, that's Peter. <laughs> Uh, 2017. Mm, Pete. 16. <laughs> 16. <laughs> <laughs> and that I'm is, the one that's telling you when he's 25. And, <laughs> and, and, and in great non-chases form, the last question is always worth triple obviously points. Pete wasn't, obviously Pete wasn't the wet nurse that night. <laughs> <laughs> in what rug, colour rug did Tornado Tears win on the weekend? Shagger. Peter. That's Peter. Six. Yes, he's got it. <laughs> Pete Riley reigns supreme in the great Tornado Tears trivia. Think, that uh, is, I think Shagger's internet slowed down towards the end. His <laughs> <laughs> internet got a stitch. No, Shagger just needed to just to stay in his lane there a little bit because he didn't need to come over the top and uh, be, be rude to it to his elders like Pete. Um, Pete, appreciate your time, mate. Thanks so much for for coming on. You're a marvel at what you do, um, and the team down there at uh, the Britain camp just continuing to to get this dog to just to show up and, and win big races, mate. So congratulations from everyone for for ticking over that million dollar prize money mark and hopefully there's plenty more in the big dog. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks mate. Appreciate your thank time. You. Hey, right. All right. Cheers. Oh, yeah. oh boys, I tell you what, I just I just love it. I love it. Every single time we get him on the phone is is something new from Pete. It's what sensational. Are you, what are you gonna send him, Patty? You've sent him all the sports well, bet merchandise under the sun. We've sent him you know what? We'll find something else to send him, Pete, this time. We'll find something else. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more non-chasers after this. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sports Bet. And uh, important part of the show, we've got Let's Shag and Invest in the West. But Gunnar, you just uh, wanted to say a quick note before we get stuck into that. Yeah, sad news last week that for those that listened to races from the gardens in in Newcastle, uh, Johnny McDermott uh, passed away. There was a really terrific tribute um, to him that that Tim Newbold and uh, Mark Olmos hosted um, last week. On Sky, if you didn't catch it, um, watch it. Very, very good tribute to a man who ded- 
dedicated his uh, life to calling races and, and a lot of funny stories in there. I've never heard a race caller get injured so badly at work so regularly as Johnny McDermott. So <laughs> there was a lot of funny stories in there. I, I did, didn't know him except for listening to him on Sky calling the races. But the one thing that always stood out to me about Johnny McDermott was he loved the word good. Um, dogs always began good. They were going good. They were going too good for the dogs running behind them. They were never doing any better than that. I uh, always thought that if uh, Johnny McDermott had a friend that was sick or had had trouble in their life, he'd never buy a, a get well soon card. He'd buy a get good soon card. So anyway, if you haven't watched uh, the Sky Tribute, uh, watch it online. It's um, it's well well worth a watch. Sounded like a, a great bloke uh, and a sad, sad loss for the, the race callers fraternity. Very well said, Gunnar. Very well said. All right, let's get stuck into it. Invest in the West. All right, this week on Invest in the West, we're going west of the Dapto Citizens Bowling Club and we're going to the <laughs> Dapto Dog Track. <laughs> I'm going to kick off with uh, Race 3. This is... Good friends at Dapto. I love love the team down there. <laughs> we're going to kick off a Race 3. Uh, watch out for Box 7 here. Uh, this dog is called She Flash. Um, this aggressively heads for the reel. Um, and there's a couple of very big dogs on its inside, so I'm hoping those dogs can hold it up and allow Box 3, Emmy Shark, to run away with it. Um, Emmy Shark is running his third race here. It's a bit of a novice race. It's, it won its second start, a maiden race. Um, decent early ping. And just like Seven Dog is going to take out the most dangerous dog in the race, which is Box 6. Um, hopefully get a clear run here. So it's Dapto Race 3, Box 3, Emmy Shark. You know what to do. And then we're going to head to Race 5 at Dapto. Um, the best dog in this race is Zulu Warlord, who's in Box 4. But he took a bit of a tumble last time at Wendy Park. And I have a bit of a thing. I don't really like um, betting dogs after a fall. I think I might take them a few runs to get back to themselves. So I'm going to head up to Box 1, Trendy Ethics. Um, be running around okay at Wentworth um, getting a couple of decent placings and he's returning to Dapto here he's done some really big runs around here again he's not the quickest away so he'll have to run them down but just on his previous record at Dapto I'm going to have to go for him here so that's box one trendy ethics and then after that I'm going to go to home turf here Cannington Saturday night race one box one Cascade Manelli um it got cut across last week and just didn't get the clearest run. Um, this is a maiden race, and it it's definitely not the strongest maiden I've ever seen. Uh, Cascade's trained by David Hobby. That's the trainer you want around um, WA at the minute. And just looking at the early pace of the other dogs, this thing looks like it should lead. Um, there's a couple of dogs in this race who've ran, like, Jardel Box 4s on his 43rd start, zero wins. So, like, you have to go with the young gun here. It's Box 1, Cascade Manelli. And then race four, Cannington, box four, Rambo's boy. Uh, last time we tipped him, we won, so we're going to go back at him again. Um, he's been running open races recently. He's back down in grade. Um, he can ping, very likely to ping when there's not much pace around him, and he's got that here. Um, so I really like this dog. It's box four, race four, Cannington, Saturday night, Rambo's boy. And then race five, my favorite dog in Australia, Sunset Spitfire runs from box five. Obviously, this dog's an absolute champion, um, future champion, sorry. He's going to be a short odds, so we're going to go for a same race multi here. So I'm going to go box five, Sunset Spitfire to win. 
His brothers in box once will go top four in him, Sunset Toxic, along with Wicked Rhythm, who's in box two, and Historic Time, all to come top four. So that's Sunset Spitfire to win, Sunset Toxic, Wicked Rhythm, and Historic Time top four. And that's me for this week. That is sensational from you. A little two-week let up for you, Kenny, and you've come back fit and firing. You hug the rail and bang, you're going to win with a few of them and it's going to be a big, doocy montage. All right, Shagger, uh, the man who hasn't had much sleep the last couple of weeks, what do you got for us on Let's Shag? Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? So, yeah, big night of racing at uh, Sandown this Thursday leading into the Melbourne Cup. We've got a heap of Melbourne Cup preludes as well as the shootout. So it's a fantastic card. Uh, first one I'm going to look at is race two and Immunity is drawing the red there. Um, she's got good early pace. Should be able to hold out the two and the three early and give herself a nice run into the first bend. Um, you've got Faithy Bale and Indie Girl Turbo drawn out in the six and eight respectively and they'll show early speed as well. Um, but I think Immunity should be able to take advantage of that nice inside draw and um you know, although short price, I think it's very warranted. And, yeah, you can jump on immunity there in race two. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah. Next one moving to is race seven. Um, and I mentioned this in Fast Bucks, Rolling Stone. I think this is one to bet late. Um, good chance to just drift out to a bit of a better price. Um, there's plenty in this race, namely Dr. Tucker. Um, he's been in fantastic form and and rightly the one to beat and currently favourite. But he is out in the seven with some very pacey dogs either side um, of him. So um, Rolling Stone's got the really good uh, one-bend track form, flying one run at Warrigal last start. This is his first go at Sandown, um, and that's one of the main reasons I think he might drift out to a bit of a better price. Uh, and Daf's Ascend, who uh, we mentioned as well in Fast Bucks, um, good winner from the red last start too. Um, so look, basically what I'm suggesting here, if you're having a quaddie, take a few take a few dogs here and look for maybe a good price around Rolling Stone or even Daf's Ascend. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> race eight, number one carry on star um, is my pick to win here. Last hurrah is the deserving favourite going for eight straight wins. Um, he's drawn in the middle um, in the yellow rug and although I think he's got decent enough box manners to jump ahead of the two dogs either side of him, I'm a bit wary of Webleck Jet in box three who does like to push up the track at times. So I thought Carry On Star might be able to jump close enough to the leaders if not lead clearly and um, come through the bend um, nicely and shave a bit of time off off her PB at Sandown to get the win. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and then race 10, uh Number one, special talent is a, a good bet here, I think. Fast dog, good box, and just wins the race, I think. Um, that's my better than I. Uh, special talent for Michael Carter. Should run some time. Yeah, baby. And, of course, <laughs> I, I skipped over this race, but race for the shootout, I just wanted to finish on. Shimmer Shine's my pick here, out in box seven. Uh, Tigalong Tonk being drawn to the outside of Hardstyle Rico is the only reason that I'm not tipping hard style Rico. He did a flying run of the Meadows recently. I, I can't even recall the last time I saw a dog run that sort of time there. But, um, and look, he's been stiff in a few group races this year and I fear he might just cop a little brush from Tigalong Tonk um, in this one. And, and I think Shimmer Shine drawn out wide will get a nice clear run and such a fast dog that, you know, if any of these other dogs have any sort of interference, it's just 
going to cost them and they won't be able to catch Shimmer Shine. Yeah, can we do uh, exactors and four dog races? Uh, we can, yeah. Um, we well, who do you fancy for second in this race? I really like um, Crystal Bale to get up for second. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't discount Crystal Bale to be runner-up or even or even a sneaky chance to win If because so, it's just amazing that sometimes these small field races can still manage to find trouble. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he is drawn pretty nicely there. So, um, yeah, yeah, Christo or, um, or look, if, if Rico does actually really nail the start, he will be very, very hard to beat on that last run he did at the Meadows. Um, so, yeah, I, as I said, the only reason I'm not tipping hard sell Rico is because I, I thought that Tigalong Tonk, um, who's a pretty good beginner, um, is going to be moving in towards him and, and just might give him that slight brush to, to cost him. But, um, yeah, be either Rico or Christo for, for mine. like it, boys. Good analysis. Just as well, also the shootout this week, a little – Touch on the shootout. We just spoke about that it, Paddy. the shootout. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, Paddy. Paddy knows his dogs. Actually, just just instead of um, the shootout, can we, talk about, can we talk about race 12 at Sandown? <laughs> yep, go for gold. The, I the do apologise. I just got a little bit sidetracked there. Um, having a shower at this time of night. And it... <laughs> do you have a fancy in the last race? I haven't looked into the great depth, but uh, Carborn Footrot's coming down to... The Vic- Footrot. Yeah, he, he's done some big, big runs in New South Wales. I really like this dog. Obviously, he's in against Sunset Burbsky, Steinbrenner's decent just terms. Um, any big opinions on this race, Shiger? Um, yeah, look, I, look, Freya the Slayer is drawn really nicely there. I, I thought would be a good chance to lead them up uh, from the rails draw. Um, probably, yeah, look, Corbin Footrot maybe on times. Looks as though could be the... Uh, one of the ones to beat, but yeah, first first go around here could yeah could be the could be the undoing. Um, but look, yeah, definitely would have the ability to to get the win. The Dapto run there a few starts ago, thirty four nineteens, a flying run there. So uh, yeah, Corbin Footrot definitely a big chance, and obviously Sunset Burbsky, um very fast, but I, I think he's just a little bit out of form at the moment. Um, just yeah, wasn't overly impressed with the way she she um, performed in the Top Gun. Yeah, this will be the biggest price we've ever seen in Burbsky probably in a long time. Yeah, mm. very good, good stuff, boys. I like it when you two just wax lyrical. I go off into my own little world there, and of course the shootout, the only four dogs racing. Ah, uh, boys, let's take a quick break. We'll be back to wrap it all up. <laughs> Do you want to yeah, talk no. about Dr. Wrist 3 again or anything? Or? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a second. We'll, we'll wrap it all up. Dog food, show me the money, all of the above. And we'll get back on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here for SEN Track and Sportsbet. Now it's favourite time of the show, the end of the show. Uh, dog food. Oh, brought to you by so Chump. Dog food so good, so tasty. Uh, today's theme of dog food, you know how it works. It's either a dog, the name of a dog, or it's a term related to comebacks. Today's theme is comebacks. You boys sort of picking up what I'm putting down here a little bit. I okay, am. Shagger, can we get your buzzer please tested? Tears. Oh, okay, Gunner. Jordan. <laughs> and uh, Kenny. Uh, I, I'm going to go back to the 1999 UEFA Champions League final and go for uh, Schulzgar. Get that out. Very good. Okay. Old gun. gunner. We'll just get the music uh, up in the background here. Question number one. Comeback kid. 
Jordan. Gunner. That's a dog. Yeah, it is. Correct. 2011. It's a pooch. 1-0 Gunner. Question number two. Bradbury. Jordan. Let's go. Giving that to Jordan. Uh, come back. No, it's a dog. 2008. You really think there's not a dog out there called Bradbury? The most yeah, famous. Yeah, well, I also think that there's a person the, called Bradbury that had the, a massive comeback. The most famous racing parlance of all time, and there's not a dog called Bradbury. You are a feeding buffoon at times. All right, back to zero for you. But it's also a comeback, though, Paddy. It is, but it's a it's a dog. Question number three. Egg on your face. Jordan. <laughs> Shoska. I'm going to go with dog. I just thought there'd be somebody uh, selling off in Australia to go for that. <laughs> negative, negative one to Gunner, to Kenny. Question number four. Best days are behind him. Jordan. Jeez. That's Jordan. That's a comeback. <laughs> That's correct. Gunner, back to one point. All right, as we know, the uh, fabled last question's worth triple points here on dog food. Question five. A few better. Tears. Oh, I give that to tears. Come back. Do, 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 do. Well done, Shagger. He wins it with the three points. The Never has a bloke got rewarded and for mediocrity. Is that Shagger. one of the biggest? Is that one of the biggest comebacks off the canvas? He's, he went head to he went head to head with <laughs> Pete Riley, and in his own his own flavored dog food, he wins it. Well done. You can always tell when a uh, party's had a lazy weekend on zero research when none of them are dogs. <laughs> well, two of them are dogs. What are you talking ah. about? Come back, come back, kid and Bradbury. It's not enough. It should be all dogs. <laughs> this is a great right. show. Um, <laughs> show me the money. Best value. <laughs> Best value plays of the week. You know how this works, Gunner. What do you got for us? Race three at Sandown. Race three, number seven. Captain Jake around the nine dollar mark. Like it. Uh, I'm going to go race two uh, at Sandown on Thursday night. Immunity is obviously a, a raging favourite, but if anyone can roll immunity, it's number six, Faithy Bale, at $6.50 up Filthy. there on the speed. Faithy <laughs> no, Bale for me. Nobody Jagger. is going to roll immunity this week. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> race at the Sandown, race five. Arizona Eyes, sort of bouncing around that five fifty to $6 mark at the moment. Oh, yep, meets the criteria. And Kenny? Uh, I'm going to go to Sandown as well. Wrist 10, he's in flying form. Box for Junk Food Junkie at $7. Very good. Like it. Okay. Into the non-chasers multi. You know how this works. It's the beautiful thing. You only need three out of four legs to place for it to be paid out. Okay. And we're in a rich vein of form here. Rich vein of form. I think we're going for five in a row. I'll kick us off. I'm actually going to the last race of the card. Number one, Freya the Slayer to place. Kenny. Uh, Wrist seven, box one, Daft's Ascend. Nice. And Shaga. Race 11, number one, Fabriola Zed. And Gunner. Race six, number one, Jerry. Is it Jerry, Cherry, or Cherry? I was saying Jerry. Race six, number one, then. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of because there's a horse called Cherry as well, and it's probably a trots. Just adds a little bit of confusion. Yeah, I, I, there's a there's a few race callers where English probably wasn't their specialty at school, and all sorts of things <laughs> coming out. There's a oh. there, well, there's a dog and a horse called um, Defy, yeah. and uh, one of the Sky presenters one day when the the canine version was running, he kept calling it Deffy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that at all. All right, guys, that's it. Like, listen, subscribe. You know the rest. If you are going to have a punt, though, on the dish lickers, just do so in a responsible manner. And we'll see you next time as we gear up towards the Melbourne Cup. See you later. See you, boys. Bye-bye.